Hey there, welcome to an episode of a Big Small World podcast. My name is Chike Andre John, and thanks for tuning in. So today, I want to talk about something that has been bothering me for a while, something I've observed, but I haven't had the real motivation, so to speak, to talk about it. But today, I think I want to address it, even if it's for a short while, and perhaps open up the conversation for a uh, longer discussion, for a broader talk about this matter. And it is something I titled or I call a culture of now, a culture of now. Now, where is this coming from? If you've lived in many West African societies, I'm sure you must have heard that people say we don't have a a culture of maintenance, that we don't have long term thinking and we don't have the, the ability to make plans for the unforeseeable future. And to some extent, that is true. Everything we seem to do, especially in this day and age, is about the now. So we think about investments. People want to invest and they want to invest today and get their dividends next tomorrow morning or something even shorter. People are always thinking about what is going to happen now. And because of this culture of now, it means politicians and... um, and people in, in, in policy makers and all that do not think about 10, 20, 50, 100 years from now. So here's a quick story. When Oxford College in England was established in the 1300s, so as was the custom in most of those colleges, they had this big, really um, massive dining hall. And there were beams, oak beams, that were used to hold the, the roof and some other structures. Now, about 100 years ago, an entomologist went up the roof and discovered that there were beetles in these beams, which means they had to be replaced. And replacing means they have to find um, oak beams of the same quality. But the unfortunate thing is it seemed as if these things had been quite rare in England because, of course, they must have um, deforestation and what have you. They must have cut all of them, used them for other things. That was, I mean, 1300s, that was hundreds of years ago. But when they, upon further inquiry, they discovered that um, when the school was established in that same 1300s, they had planted an, um, an, an oak grove so that when these things become beetly, because all oak beams must have beetles at the end, they could replace it. So the tradition was passed down from one forester to the other for about 500 years. So here's the thing. It means that they have made uh, uh, plans for this. And they said the, the, the custom was there was a phrase that they used that the foresters would often say is, you don't cut them oaks, them's for the school's hall or them for the college hall. So we see here that while building, they were not just thinking about the now, they thought about what it would be like when they were long gone, they must have died and forgotten, some of them forgotten and all that. But they knew they wanted a structure to last. So they already made provisions for for that by, by planting a, um, an, an oak. Now, unfortunately, these are things we hardly find in our culture. I remember um, making some trips around some places, especially um, tourist places in, in southern Nigeria that were built by a particular governor. Now, because the governor had finished his terms and had left, the next governor who came in didn't see that as a priority. Beautiful, immaculate scenery, wonderful landscape, picturesque environment. But unfortunately, because the 
the the the current um, administration didn't think that was their pet project they didn't see any sense in investing in what somebody had already done in other words we don't have the sense of continuity and it's all about now look at what we see around us we see people going into all sorts of internet scams we see people going into all sorts of ritual killing and ritual money making we see ponzi schemes like mmm uh, um, being popular even after they must have after they have had terrible experiences people still venture into these things because we want things for the now you hear people talk about investment and is what they will get in the next two months we do not put things in place and so it is this culture of now that i think is crippling our societies that is why some chinese people will come and say okay um let me just buy this thing from you and um, you will get 50 million and you do not think about the legacy you'd leave in the next 10 to 20 and 30 years for the for, for future generation i think that our people black folks are the least when it comes to are the least intentional when it comes to making such structures preserving the culture preserving our our our, our traditions and so on and so forth we take delight in celebrating the things that are not ours we take delight in celebrating another man's culture and think ours cannot be refined and that is where we miss it because every culture is um, is, is is subject to to modification and so as much as there are things within our culture we do not like it doesn't mean we can't not you know fine tune them and make sure that they we situate them within the current um, within the current milieu within the current um, 21st century social structure and so i think if we can if we have to to move forward as a people we have to embrace the concepts of um, cognitive control and delayed gratification yeah cognitive control and delayed gratification so briefly about those two things now um there was a there was a, an experiment conducted years ago with some children where they would be given one marshmallow and they will ask them that you have you can actually eat the marshmallow now but if you wait for a while so that the experiment guy so that the um, the, the the person who conducts the the experiment would go and come back and you're able to wait will give you more marshmallows and so some children were like ah oh, what the hell it doesn't matter um, i can eat it now what is just another marshmallow so they would eat it other children would use techniques to to distract themselves from eating that one one marshmallow because they believed they would get more marshmallow later indeed those who waited got another marshmallow but the experiment did not stop them decades later the researchers went and did a follow up on these people they had done the um, research with and so they discovered that every child who exercised delayed gratification or cognitive control had a better life on average than those who did not and so the assumption is that with the concept of delayed gratification or cognitive control you are able to hold on satisfying an immediate impulse for a greater future so you are able to say okay you know what i can spend this one thousand dollars now or i can invest it in something and in the next 10 years probably get even twenty thousand and twenty thousand is better than a bottle of whiskey but the, the end of the day because they were able to exercise cognitive control they were able to live better lives they could wake up and say you know what for the joy of this let me invest in this now let me have patience let me let me delay the gratification now imagine when an entire culture operates on the now 
everything has to be now. It means we are not building structures, we are not building systems that will preserve that culture or that society 200 years from now. And that is why I think as black people, we should begin to learn to embrace the concepts of cognitive control, of delayed gratification. We have to get rid of these uh, impulsive and compulsive consumption mindset and embrace those things that will ensure that even if we don't benefit the fullness of it, our children, our grandchildren, our great-great-grandchildren can rip off the structures and infrastructure and systems that we have put in place. A Big Small World is a Claypot Media production. <laughs>